I'm Derek. And I'm George. Never kick a fresh turd on a hot day. Taking <laughs> <laughs> a shot at some arrogant smugness. Come on, man. You're listening to Derek and George Live. Check the tag. We're made in America. My old man, that old man, spent his life living off the land. Dirty hands and a clean soul. It breaks his heart seeing porn cars filled with fumes. Derek and George Live show right here on Blog Talk Radio. And let me turn it up just a little bit. YouTube. Outstanding job, Jimbo, on the on the for those who are watching on YouTube, uh as the as the opening song runs by there, Jimbo uh has has these these clips on our on our board that sits behind it. Just nice timing on that. Fantastic. You did my favorite was a WD forty. <laughs> looks like and the craft. It looks rich. like my shop where I have like five cans because we went and bought more because you don't realize where they were and then you do a cleanup day and realize yeah. that you have like five cans of WD forty. And now you got all these yeah. uh, these cans of WD forty. That's yeah yeah it's true. Hi G. We were not here last week. I have said this on every one of my shows and I will continue to shout it from the rafters. I was on my way to the state speech and debate tournament last week, mm-hmm. wherein my son was trying on a Friday to get to Saturday. That's the huge day. You try and make it. That's, that's, that's the only goal people have on uh, speech and debate here in Colorado, also called forensics. Yeah, it's kind of like life after 50. You just try and get to another day. That's it. The big deal is to get to Saturday. You're just trying Next to make day. it. Next day. So we didn't even we didn't have a hotel or anything like that. We were just, okay, we're going to go watch them on Friday, and then at 6 o'clock at night we'll wait and see what happens because mm-hmm. they don't find out until then. And they made it to Saturday. They made it to the semifinals, so I had to get a hotel. And then uh, we we waited and waited. We watched him in semifinals. Pretty sure he wasn't going to make finals. I mean, that's just almost unheard of. And they post, and the way that they post is they come out and they just have these big giant sheets of paper that they stick up on the wall, and if your number is on it, you made finals. G, 
Jeremy and Jacobs, their duo interpretation team was uh, 202A. That was their number, 202A. And we're waiting for it and waiting for it. And your son-in-law, who is the coach, comes up and says, did they post yet? And we said, no, they haven't posted yet. And he said, hmm, I thought they would have posted by now. And I looked at him and I said, will it be a good post? And he said, yeah, it'll be a good post. They posted it up. 202A finals of the state championship speech, speech and debate. So proud of them. Yeah, bully, bully. They ended up getting sixth place. Uh, that was the, the the top six go on. Unbelievable talent. Unbelievable yeah. pieces. So proud of it. But I shared this on Derek and Jess, and I don't know. You never do it because you're an old curmudgeon. So, I like that, <laughs> and like I do word, like that you? word too, curmudgeon. You like, you like it's that not used you? a whole lot anymore, yeah. Yeah. Uh, unless maybe to describe me. But it's it's uh, true. But you're a curmudgeon. Thank you. And, and so, the old, but I your like wife does it. Your wife has okay. judged before. Your yeah. wife has judged on well, forensics. Well, I've judged in the past. I, okay. I well, don't. you don't do anything anymore because you're Thank just you. you're just a mean old curmudgeon guy. But you know that judges write down, you know, things on the sheet. You don't remember because it was so long ago. Yeah, no, the the thing I don't like about judging is it's so... Uh, arbitrary? Arbitrary and what is a one-to-one person in their criteria could be a five to an... It, it's, you know, it, it's, it's very not, subjective. It's very subjective. More so than, you know, like even it, it seems to in, in in sports, like at the Olympics, you know, one judge has something and the other one has right. and, and But with volunteer judges and at a certain, it just, and and I don't, I don't really feel qualified to. That's why they didn't I, have so you judging at the state judge. championship. That's why they I actually, don't judge, period, Actually, at the state championship, you have to pass a test. Uh, to judge, and there's three on the panel. So there's three judges. But anyway, there's a judge there. They write down things. Helps me. And then at the end, the competitors get the packet, and they get to see all the things that the judges have written. Mm-hmm. Okay? Jeremy and Jacob get their package. And Jer- J- Jacob on that day had on a, a red shirt with a red and black tie on, and they pull out their sheet. And on the bottom of one of the judges' sheets, it says, Guy in red shirt, you a full-grown man. That's it. That's all it said. Quote, unquote, you a full-grown man. <laughs> I have no idea what that meant. No context, nothing. Just you a full-grown man. I don't care what you say. That's creepy. I was creeped out by it. Thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> You're creeped yeah. out, aren't you? Yeah. You're creeped out. I was creeped out by it. I don't know why it was there. Thought it was funny. Just thought, man, what does that have to do with anything? But what does it mean, does it mean Basil? That? Yeah. So they looked at their things, saw what they, but just super proud of them. Unbelievably proud of them. And then uh, now they're going on to nationals. Now, wait, wait. Uh, we're, we're, uh, English here. It okay. said you... Not your. Nope. You are. You. Apostrophe. You are a nope. contraction for nope. you are. Nope. You. 
You, you a full-grown man. You a full-grown okay. man. You a full-grown man. Well, that's that's good. That's good to know. There's a quality judge right there. Right there. State champion. That's that just kind of gives you goosebumps. The quality. A little bit of, of yeah. A little bit of goosebumps. A okay. little bit of okay. goosebumps. Hey, if you want to get a hold of us. Uh, you can uh, you can email us at Derek and George at gmail dot com. You can follow us on uh, Facebook. If you want to, uh, you can find us at Derek and George. You can follow us on our Twitter page at Derek and George. You can go to DerekandGeorge.com. dot com. Basically, go into Google and Google Derek and George D E R E K A N D G E O R G E. We got some birthdays. Coming up here on this day. Today is March 26th. I love that picture, don't you? Look at that. We got all kinds of stuff on it. It is March 26, 2015. Carney George, we're going to give these people, we're going to give Carney George these people. Now, Carney George, here's the thing. Here's the great thing. Yes. Because we know that as you do them, you need to put them in context because you're a full grown man. You know, I am a full-grown man. You need to do that. You're a full-grown man, and you need to put it into context. Every one of these, you're going to be able to put into context. Ooh, cool. I you like ready? that. Okay. First okay. one, unfortunately, yes, uh, yes. the passing of uh, of Leonard Nimoy. Uh, Leonard Nimoy's birthday is today. He passed this year. How old? Dr. Spock, the Vulcan mind melt. Dr. Spock. I think we might have even talked about this. I know exactly. I don't even have to look, but I'm going to look. But I, I knew because we had talked about him on Nerd Waver. How old would Leonard Nimoy have been well, on this very day? that series was like 66. I picked him probably. He's got to be like my Remember, parents' age. We're going to give think. you now plus or minus two. Oh was, come on! You was too good. You were hitting the you were hitting the mark so much. Plus or minus three before I was giving you six. Eighty two. Doesn't matter. He's eighty three. Very good. Woo-hoo! Got it. Got it. Bingo. Got that. Leonard Nemo. James Kahn. James Kahn's birthday oh, is James today. James Kahn. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Sunny. Godfather Sunny. was nineteen seventy. Best picture of the year. He was in Godfather. Yes, Had he was. Around. Uh, 30, I'll put him born uh, 19, okay, 1940, I'll say 6, so he would be 75. He is exactly 75 years old. Woohoo! Yeah! Yeah, baby! You're an ass. (laughs) (laughs) Tony George Higo, today is Nancy Pelosi's birthday. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It's Nancy Pelosi's birthday today. There she is. How old is old Nancy? And you know what? You have to go to the birthday party first before you can find out what's at the birthday party. 72. (laughs) She's 75 years old. Really? Yeah. She was born the same year as James Caan. 75. And finally, it's old Martin Short's birthday today. He of the three amigos. (laughs) Yes. And actually, Jimbo has a clip of the three Amigos, there they we are. We are the three amigos. We are the three amigos. Oh boy, I don't even know when three amigos was. Uh, How old is Martin okay. Short? Martin Short. Mm-hmm. He is sixty-two years old. 
He is 65 years oh. old today. Very good, though. With the plus or minus three, you would have gotten it. But since I've lowered, uh, raised the standard. Come on, man. That's four years on. It's two years on either side. That's a four-year gap. Carney George should be able to do that. Plus two, minus two on that. Very, very good. How did you say what? 64? 65. Five. 65 years old. See, I, oh, I tend to try and be nice and give people a little bit of, a, like Nancy Pelosi, you don't want don't to, especially ever, a woman, you, don't you, ever try you, you want yeah. to judge. You, you Stop being nice like, to Nancy Pelosi. Oh, it's Pelosi. been a hard life for you. Okay. It, 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 it has been a hard life. Anyway, those are the birthdays. If it's your birthday today, happy, happy birthday. A couple things I want to talk about. Actually, one thing I want to talk about um and we've talked about it before, but it just became kind of – it's not official yet because not everything is, is complete and in the package. But it's it's a done deal. This week – well, on March 17th, but we, it just came out this week. March 17th. Well, that's when it, that's when it kind of became known – the Presbyterian Church of the United States of America, PC USA. Oh, yeah. A denomination in which I am a member. A denomination in which I am a a uh, commissioned lay pastor and ordained elder mm-hmm. in the church. Officially changed its definition of what marriage is. Yes. Yes, I I read that. The number of presbyteries needed to approve this, that after the general and this could be assembly. the reason like 500 churches have left in the last. Uh, uh, it's it that could be. I'm gonna yeah. say it yeah. is. So the Presbyterian yeah, yeah. Church USA and and we're a we're a committee driven entity. We are a camel. That's for sure. Presbyterian Church is the camel of all denominations. You know why it's called a camel. A camel is a horse by committee. You've ever, you never heard that before? No. It's got all the kinds of different things there. Okay, put a little, okay anyway, it's a camel. <laughs> it, it is. You've never heard that? It's not my fault. You've I don't never know. Heard what it. does horse by committee mean? A horse by committee. Take a horse. Pick a whole bunch of committees. Committee's going to add a bunch of things to it. That's what a camel is. A camel is just a horse with a whole bunch of extra crap on it. That's what the Presbyterian Church USA is. Anyway, it's a camel. So, being a camel, we have our big general assembly every two years. And the last general assembly, this amendment came out that said, hey, let's change the definition of what we think the Bible says a marriage is. Yeah, And so they did it. Yeah. And so now it has to go back to all the presbyteries. If 50, 50.1% of all presbyteries pass it, then it becomes law in the book of order. It did. Uh, on March 17th, the, the last presbytery needed to give it a majority uh, passed this amendment of General Assembly. And so now in our book of order, marriage is defined as a marriage is a loving relationship between two individuals, comma, traditionally a man and a woman, comma. That's what it is. Okay. Does that give you a moment of pause? Uh, 
Did I pause when I read that? No, because I, I I figured they had already done it, and I just missed the memo. I, of right. course, am a Presbyterian that does not belong to this portion. The That's USA. right. You belong to ECO. The Evangelical Covenant Order, which is uh, one of the, the churches you uh, That's right. branched off uh, because of many trends of the Presbyterian. Yeah, oh, crap, it was this. This that was the main driver, but yeah. some. It's easy to say it was a lot of other things. It was this. It was this. It was this whole, it was the whole gay, lesbian ordination. It was the definition of marriage. It was all that. It was that. That was that. That's why you left. I wish I could leave with you, but I can't. That's just it. So disappointed. Absolutely. So anyway. Once that comes out, man, then it, then it, then we shoot up on Facebook and Twitter. It goes crazy. Of course, it went crazy when it came out, but now it's passed, and the mainstream media has caught it. It's everywhere. PCUSA, body de blah blah. Of course, here's the deal. What happened with well, the if mainstream media has got it, then it's a it's a wonderful thing. I mean, the church has become enlightened. I would presume, right. And uh, loving, tolerant. Uh, uh, you talk about trends in the Presbyterian Church USA. An authoritative, uh, an authoritative interpretation came out from the General Assembly during this time, which is there's no voting on that. The General Assembly issues an authoritative in, or what they call an AI, and it's a done deal. You have to do it. When this came out, an AI came out that said any state that has gay marriage as uh, considered marriage legal in that state. Now Presbyterian Church USA pastors are allowed to perform those marriages ceremonies because before they weren't. Now they are. About allowed, but have required? Nope, not required. Okay. Not required. No, that did that would have been so. horrible. No. That would have been that would have been just horrible. They knew that one was a deal breaker. So it came out, and now uh, the PCUSA has changed its definition of marriage. People are going crazy. So now all these things start coming out. I found, and you talk about trends in the Presbyterian Church USA. And the big, the big discussion is, has the PCUSA now uh, gone astray from what we consider to be biblical interpretation and the authority of Scripture and what does Scripture say about certain things. And so all these things start coming out. I found, and this, it, I think it is a good representation of just how far we have gone. I found an article that led me to another article, that led me to a blog and a Twitter account. And I know you don't care about any of those things because you're just a deep down, a a non-caring curmudgeon about those types of things Thank you. when it Thank comes you. to social media. Thank you very much. A pastor. His name in the Presbyterian Church. Presbyterian Church, PCUSA, ordained, ordained pastor. Okay? Okay, gotcha. Teaching elder. John Shuck. John Shuck's a Presbyterian minister. I like minister. that name. He has a blog of his own, so it's not connected to his church, but of his own. It's called Shuck and Jive. 
Oh, that that's good. That's a cool name. I gotta yeah. I, I, I gotta give him props. What if he is raised in Nebraska. What do I do with all this corn? I... <laughs> hey, John. Shuck it. Shuck. Shuck right now. Shuck it. I'm Shuck. gonna read just a little bit. He says, "How can you call yourself a Christian, let alone a minister?" Question mark. Explanation. Exclamation point. I get asked that question frequently, and the questioner is hostile more often than not. Still, I like uh, to answer if I believe the questioner is sincere. And then he goes on to say some of the things that he believes. And this is what just absolutely um, blew my mind. Ordained. Mm-hmm. Got to stand up. Ask the questions just like any other ordination in the Presbyterian Church USA and gets away with this. Still a pastor, okay, still a minister. He says in his on his blog, for example, I believe that religious religion is a human construct. The symbols of faith are products of human cultural evolution. Jesus may have been an historical figure, but most of what we know about him is in the form of legend. God is a symbol of myth-making and not credible as a supernatural being or force. The Bible is a human product as opposed to special revelation from a divine being. Human consciousness is the result of natural selection, so there's no afterlife. In short, I regard the symbols of Christianity from a non-supernatural point of view. And yet, even though I hold those beliefs, I am still a proud minister. Well, you know, he said a couple things in there that the the church itself has alluded to something that, you know, uh, was a major deal breaker for me. What's that? Well, I can't remember, but I remember when when we left, there he, was... He just it, said it. Well, it's... it's <laughs> I just I, read I, it. I read it about right, a minute well, and a half ago. No, I... And you can't remember it now? <laughs> no, I don't... I don't get that. What do you mean? I just... You just there said... There was you something said, he said that you was... You just said something. ...is a... Is a uh, uh, not accepted, but not a something that should be denounced by any. Oh, I got you. Church. Okay. He said so, that this church here, right, has not thing. denounced something within that. I can't right. remember what it is. Okay. I and got that you. also was a reason I some you. of us presbys deva- mm-hmm. decided to leave. Absolutely. Was, and I, I uh, absolutely th- that just defies. I. Thought, uh, I, I and and this is and blog out everything he says this uh it, here's the here's the thing this this an article he was a guest blogger on pathios.com or also called the happy atheist so he guest blogged on that i mean it's not like he's trying to you know he isn't a closet atheist in this or anything he's just out there saying that his congregation knows that the pca usa knows this and he is a minister in the presbyterian church usa i think what that shows is that is the going rate i think now that or the, or or the standard of of where the pca usa is going you want to know, and, and I'm throwing everybody under the bus today. 
here how this is how bad it got, and it probably will. I probably get kicked to the curb, but just unbelievable. It shows how bad this is. Uh, when the presbyteries vote, uh, each each individual presbytery gets to vote on this amendment. The Presbytery of Pueblo, which is the presbytery that I belong to, down here in southeastern Colorado. Traditionally, historically, very conservative. Now we have we have our progressives in it, but they passed this amendment. The Pueblo of Presbytery passed this amendment. That's just how bad it is. That's how that's it's just bad. It's bad. PCUSA just bad. <laughs> and I'm a member of this. Well, until I, they probably hear this show, mm-hmm. and I'll get kicked out for disagreeing. Blackball. But I will get I, I will get blackballed. But would not get kicked out. If I were to say, you know what, I really don't think God is a divine, a supernatural being. I just think that, you know, he's a construct in our mind. He's a symbol. He's he's okay. It's no big deal. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Disappointed. Dejected. Just downright unbelievable. It's a sad day. <laughs> Let's sit here and just mourn for a second. We wonder what you think. You can email us at derekandgeorge at gmail.com if you have any uh, negative comments for us, which a number of people do, unbelievably. Well, I'm, I'm sure they do. Why? It, you, you, it, wait, wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. You believe in Jesus? Sure. Didn't he want us to love everyone, sure. Derek? Sure. And I do. That's not true. I don't. He wants me to, but I don't love everybody. Why I should, but I don't. Why can't could, I? Why, why, but won't. Why do you think I should not be able to marry Steve? Should, but shouldn't. Uh, why? Yeah, why? You're just not supposed to. <laughs> because, and Isn't here's, love the greatest thing there is? Here's faith, the, hope, and love, but the faith, greatest of these is love? The greatest of why, these is Why love. can't I? Why shouldn't I be able to... to uh, show the greatest faith, hope, and love. Love is yeah. my love for Steve. Why shouldn't I be able to, uh, in the sight of God, proclaim my love for Steve? Because, and this Pastor, is tell and, me, and this is where we get into it. And it's an unbelievable uh, occurrence. And I've, I've gone through it at Presbyteries. Those who believe you should, and those who believe you shouldn't use exactly the same verses, and we read them exactly differently. Just a dichotomy. Because I believe that homosexuality is a sin. And so we don't love the sin, but we can love the sinner. I can love Steve. Why do you think it's it's a sin? Because God said. This is my public radio voice. I love it. Why do you think it's a sin? I think it's a sin, George. Uh, because God yes. called it a sin, and he said, A man shall leave his mother and cleave unto his wife, and the two shall become one. Any time that we talked about, that marriage is talked about in Scripture, it's talked about through a man and a woman. Well, that was just you know, culturally, though. They weren't enlightened back then. Shouldn't, shouldn't the Bible be a living document as our Constitution Absolutely. and breathe and 
get with the times? It should breathe, but it should not transform. <laughs> and that's what we've done. We've transformed our scripture to fit the society of today. And that's not good. This, this is my NPR uh, this radio. I like that. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. It should not. Uh, it, no, it shouldn't. There are things that we that we that we look in and we say these are these are things that Jesus addressed and said this is uh, any time homosexuality is talked about in Scripture, it's talked about in a sinful way. It it just is. There is nothing in Scripture that says that homosexuality. Is good that you should you should you should uh, engage in it, and what we've done is yeah, we, but maybe that's just those weird Jews and stuff. The Romans be. were practicing that quite uh, quite a bit, weren't they? And it, were they not enlightened? And anytime you read in the new in the New Testament, we hear that it's a bad deal. It is a bad bad deal. Don't and and so here that's that's the whole thing of. You've taken it and you've changed what Scripture is and what Scripture does by according to what you think instead of what God says. Yeah, but now, aren't, aren't it, I just going with the times, Derek? Doesn't you are it going say with in, the times. In, in the Bible somewhere the that a, a woman's unclean if she's you know, had her period or she's unclean, she shouldn't do... Th- do, you, do we need to obey that? No. But but when you look at those things, they're not spoke about with the theological thunder uh, that that God and Christ speaks about in in the Old and the New Testament. It's it's just not. There are things that are absolutely traditional, and there are things that aren't. Where where does it end? There's there's that whole thing of okay, if we love one another, what about child molestation? That's my sexual preference. I do it out of love. How can that be bad? And everybody would say, that's bad. That's that's bad. Until when? Until we get to a point that says, you know what? Maybe it is done out of love. I saw an article. We're going to take a break here in just a few seconds. But I saw an article. Something to think about over the break. Are you a climate change denier? I am a climate okay, change Okay, then denier. are you a, a denier of... This isn't a choice for me, Derek. Right. Yes, I am. It's in my DNA. I was born this way. I'm a denier of that. I am a denier of that. I do not believe that. Sexual preference is a choice. I was born this way. Now, does that mean that that somehow, you you know, you have an inclination towards the same sex? Sure. Do you have to do it? No. So you're saying just because I have... I am, feminine traits. I, I'm yeah. uh, a, a wee bit effeminate. Uh-huh. Now we yeah. we will look at it and say, well, he's he's only seven, but he's gay. Does that happen? Is that what you're saying? Do we do we do that do as a society? Do that? Yeah, do we, we do. force people now almost elevate them. Oh, yeah. we do do that. Yes, I yeah, think we, we do. do. We do that, and I, I don't think that that's. I don't think that that's right. I, I am not. I am a. I am. But here's because what, I love that young man. I want him to be himself and experience all that he is. I am a denier of this statement. Remember this whole thing of the heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah, I'm a denier. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to switch gears and talk about something that I am under the assumption 
that you have absolutely no uh, edification in it at all. <laughs> yeah, I like that word. <laughs> I just, I'm just saying, we're going to talk about the NCAA March Madness Sweet 16. I have. I knew it. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to see how much George knows about Sweet 16 NCAA Final Fours coming to Indianapolis. Stay with us. You're listening to the Derrick and George Live Show right here on Blog Talk Radio. If you watch a game, it's fun. If you play it, it's recreation. But if you work at it, it's golf. A golf course should aspire to generate as much energy as it consumes. And four miles north of Marion, Indiana, is a golf course that does just that. 6,690 yards of pure energy. Arbor Trace Golf Club is a course that's beauty is matched only by its bite. A course that can test not only the steel of one's nerves, but the metal of their irons. It's a course for the beginner who desires to learn the game as well as the player who is ready to challenge it. So whether you're looking to play just for the fun of the game or the opportunity to work hard on it, Arbor Trace Golf Club is the course for you. Give Arbor Trace Golf Club a shot because in golf, the most important shot you ever make is the next one. Hello to all of Derek's listeners. Thanks, Derek, for giving me time to share my heart's passion, encouraging cancer, long-term illness patients, and their families. Gilead is an outreach that encourages over 2,400 people in 38 states. Our goal is to bring hope and help to those on the journey through the unknowns of treatment, family stress, and spiritual questions. One such story is Eric, whose senior year in high school was interrupted by the cancer that he was diagnosed with, interrupting a three-sport high school year. It changed his life and his perspective. Today, Eric's family oversees a foundation helping to find a cure. We're currently in our 15th year. would love to have you as a partner, either as a volunteer or a gift financially. Look for us on Facebook at Gilead Ministries. Stay connected to what matters most with high-speed service from Seacom. For the home, we offer access where you need it most. Whether you're looking for high-speed Internet or an in-home voice package or both, Seacom has your house covered. Send emails, download music, and surf the web with the fastest service in southeast Colorado. Our two-way wireless connections offer download speeds of up to 15 megabytes, but with a fiber connection, the sky is the limit. For the business, Seacom offers voice plans, broadband internet, DSL, and Ethernet circuits. Our fully integrated Metro Ethernet platform segregates your data traffic logically at the switch, avoiding the latency of multiple routers and quality of service overhead. With only a single router between you and our nationwide backbone carriers, you really will experience the Internet at the speed of light. We also offer point-to-point data links to connect all of your business locations. And if you're looking for carrier-grade data transport or dark fiber, look no further than Seacom's extensive privately-owned fiber network. We own and maintain our own network with more than 1,200 miles of fiber and growing throughout southeast Colorado. So whether you're looking for dark fiber, for cable, a dedicated corporate network, or carrier-grade data transport. Seacom has the answers. Visit us at seacom.net or call us at 1-800-657-7149. Seacom, world-class communications right in your backyard.
behind the wheel of a pickup truck. When Knuckle Energy approached country musician Colt Ford to produce an energy drink, they knew immediately it had to be as real and authentic as Colt himself. Knuckle Energy's southern-style sweet tea is created using a traditional sweet tea recipe that has been passed down in Georgia from generation to generation. Using a southern tea blend as the basis, as did the Ford family and many others, what Knuckle Energy has created is a product that has a fresh, light lemon zest with an energy supplement. To make this product as authentic as possible, Knuckle Energy has crafted a product that is 100% American-made, just like Colt Ford. So at the end of the day, if you find yourself lacking that energy that you need, don't knuckle under. Chicken and biscuit. Knuckle up. Knuckle Energy drink. Find it at a come-and-gone convenience store near you. You're listening to Derek and George Live on the Road Less Travel, Blog Talk Radio. Whoa. Oh. 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 <laughs> you just jerked your earpiece right up. You're listening to the Derek and George Live show. I have no idea why, but you are. <laughs> George is having all kinds of trouble over here. His mic's not turned on. Jerked his earpiece out of his ear. He's trying his best not to hit our president sitting here on the on our table. It took you 14 minutes to get that earpiece in before, and now it, now that it's come out, it's almost like a. I'm gonna try the other ear. <laughs> uh, we're just gonna sit here and we're. You think it'll work there? There you go. Is that? I I don't know. Hold it up. There you go. Here. Can you hear it well, now? Well, I got twisted somehow. You did. I, I saw that. Back from the break. You got a little bit Just twisted. Talk. What are you talking about? What are you talk, talk, talk? Hey, we're going to talk. You can bicker. You can bicker. You can talk. You can talk all you want, but it's different than it was. No, what I mean. Hey, the final but four. But you got to know the territory. The, the fi- final four. The what? The final four is coming to Indianapolis. Okay, great. You don't care about that at all. Once again, basketball well, to me is about as relevant as a government email account is to Hillary Clinton. So there you go. Okay. We're going to play a little game okay. called You Don't Know Diddly Squat. Okay. And and yeah. here's the thing. I knew that the NCAA Final Four would fall in your wheelhouse of curmudgeonness, and you would have no idea about any of it. I knew that. I had that deep in my heart. I had a 99.265% of, of confidence that you didn't know anything about the NCAA. Hence, I made a little diddly squat uh, picture <laughs> with much confidence. Great. Here's what we're going to do. Okay. This is what it looks like. Okay? This is the brackets. Uh-huh. You've seen the brackets before. Yeah. There's so here's what I'm going to do. Since you don't know anything about it, I thought it might be fun if you just looked at the teams we're playing and used some sort of other criteria to determine who would win. Well, Kentucky's going to win. Well, how do you know that? They're number one, and they haven't lost a game all season. Okay, but you can't use that because that's that's the the small bit of infinitesimal knowledge that you know about college <laughs> that, basketball. That, that was the complete knowledge. I'm right the, there. Is their number one? They haven't lost all that season. That was the complete so, obviously work they're gonna, they're gonna of win. George Larson as pertaining to NCAA. All this right here. Could Here's care what less. you're going to do. You're going to use other criteria. And it could be, hey, I've been to North Carolina, and it has great hot dogs. 
I've been to whatever right. else. Okay. Ooh, I know that their their colors are light blue and white, and I'm a big light blue fan. Whatever. You're okay. going to use whatever other criteria to decide the winners. Okay. okay. We we going through every team here? There's only 16 left. There's only eight games. Okay. Well, that's a lot of games. <laughs> Let's okay. get started then. Kentucky versus West Virginia. Kentucky. Why? Because they're number one. They <laughs> haven't lost a game. You can't use that. Yeah, I can. You Why can't, can't I? You that's have to the obvious. Them. They're Kentucky. You they haven't cannot, been beat all season. You cannot integrate the one kernel of knowledge that you have from the NCAA uh, Final Four tournament. There you go. You're a big wild. Their name is. Oh wild Lord, Cats. you didn't even know they were the Wildcats. <laughs> okay. I have relatives in Kentucky. That's there why, you uh, go. That's why they're going to. There win. you go. All right. Notre Dame versus Wichita State. Uh, Wichita State. What the heck? Why? Because I don't like Notre Dame. Why? Because they're Notre Dame. They think they're <laughs> all that in a bag of potato chips. <laughs> They're the most well-known Catholic school in all of the country. Yeah, fighting Irish, all this, to get you're tired just, of it. You just get voted against it. God. That's yeah. it. Oh, man. No, God, you just, you need God to take resides, up residency in the God PCUSA. resides much more in Wichita. Baby. Wichita State. Okay. I spent a week there one day in Wichita. Did you? Yeah. There you go. Wisconsin versus North Carolina. Wisconsin. Why? Because it's Wisconsin, I like to say Wisconsin. You like to say yeah. you like cheese. Hey, don't you know they're going to win in Wisconsin? You ever been to North Carolina? I have. I yes, I love the Carolinas. See, I thought you would go deep Nothing on that one. Could be finer it's than to be in Carolina. See that that you were a big person who liked to repair your roof, hence the tar. Hence the Tar Heels. Tar. You didn't know tar they were the Tar yeah. Heels. Yeah. Did yeah. you know they were the yeah. Tar Heels? Well, it's the same as you don't change from football, right? You have the same mascot. Sure. Yeah. Xavier versus Arizona. Xavier versus I am going to predict Xavier <laughs> just because I love the name. That's- Savior. It sounds like a smart school, doesn't it? It sounds like a savior that was. The savior that was. It's an ex-savior. It's an ex-savior. He's not a savior, current savior. He's an ex-savior. Just to let you know, you've probably only gotten two of these right so far, and actually, well, they're going to turn out. Of course, you don't know. That's why they play the game. Hence, over here, when you see number eight North Carolina State playing number four Louisville, North Carolina State should not be there. They played number one Villanova and beat them 71-68. Yeah, that's, that's why okay, you play so the game. That's why they play, play the, the game. game. North Carolina not... State versus Louisville. Louisville, baby. Because that's Louisville, Kentucky. And I have relatives in Kentucky. <laughs> and I have relatives in Kentucky. <laughs> oh, in the Kentucky. oh, the sun shines bright. Oh, my Kentucky. Home. Okay, what's next one? Number three, Oklahoma versus number seven, Michigan State. The Spartans of Michigan the State. The Spartans I would Michigan go with Michigan State. State simply because I love the movie. I the will go with Oklahoma where the wind comes whistling down the lane. Did you never see the movie The 300? Oh, I, I am Sparta. <laughs> yes. The Spartans. 300 was... Awesome. Then how can you the, not the, choose Michigan State? The remake was mm, 
Not the remake. It wasn't a remake. The, the second, it, was a sequel. Sequel. it was a sequel. Yeah, it was know. okay. Yeah. It was yeah. okay. Yeah. It was. But 300 was uh, unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. Okay. Just good. The Who did I Spartan. pick? Oklahoma. Yeah. Just because that's where the wind comes whipping down the lane. I don't know that you can. I don't know that that's even fair to say. Number one, Duke. The Blue Devils of Duke. And Utah. <laughs> if you say that I love Utah, that, <laughs> come on. No, no. You're I, a Mormon. No, I'm picking Duke. Duke, why? Because it's named after John there Wayne. There you uh-huh. go. That's a good one. Do you know the coach? Well, let's just uh, put the ball through the hoops there, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> number one, Duke. And finally, number 11, UCLA versus number two, Gonzaga. Or some say Gonzaga. Gonzaga! Just because there's so much fun to say Gonzaga! That's a radical act. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, yeah, it's like Godzilla. Uh, Godzilla a little but bit. It's it is a lot like so. Yeah. It's, they're going to slay, or the monster is going to win. They're I would never root for a team out of California. Absolutely never. Never root for a team from California. I wouldn't do it. So, Gonzaga all the way. Where's Gonzaga at? <laughs> I don't have a clue. Where's they from, Jimbo? Where's Gonzaga California. from? They might be. I have no idea. State of Washington could right. be. Gonzaga's been in there a lot though. They're they're a they're a good team. They're a good team. Good. Now we good. go back very quickly and we pick the teams that are actually going to win. Kentucky will win. West Virginia Maryland's a tough. That's a, that's a tough one. But I'm going to go. You didn't ask me about that. I'm going to tell you right now. Maryland's going to win. Notre Dame's going to win. Yes, Washington, isn't it? Spokane. Okay. Notre Dame's going to win. Wisconsin's going to win. Uh, Arizona will win. Louisville will win. Oklahoma will win. Duke's going to win. And See, Gonzaga I picked will win. a lot of those. I yeah. picked most of yeah. those. But again, right that's why, here. That's why you play it on paper. Right you, here in the old gray matter. If you go matter. back to a number of these, uh, you look and you say, I mean, here's a good example. Number seven, number eleven, Dayton beats number six, Providence. In the first round. Well, what they call the second That's that, that just crazy it stuff. crazy stuff. A lot of upsets over there. So, uh, obviously, you don't know Diddley Squad about the NCAA Final Four. But. I don't care to know. But even using the, the, the parameters that you used, before, uh, you used, I'd say you got a number of those right. I was Which saying, just yes, goes yes, to like show you, you never know. Yes, yes. You just never know. It's why they play the game. The road to the Final Four goes through Indianapolis, Indiana, the place that all Final Fours should be played, the home state of basketball heaven. Oh, those Hoosiers. Yes, yes, quite so. Come on. Man. Yes, the Hoosiers. You knew that, though. Yeah. Just a little bit of trivia, and then we're going to go. I will say, okay, here's a little trivia for you. Yeah. Don't ask me. Kentucky, undefeated. Yeah. What's the last team to be undefeated? Indiana, 1976. Very good. Do not, do not, do not try. Oh, those crazy uh, Hoosiers. Name one person on that team. I don't really know, don't care. Scott May. Great. Okay. Good for Uh, Scott. Who coached it? Don't care. Uh, Gene Hackman. 
<laughs> no, no. Wasn't Good. there a movie about Hoosiers? Yeah, but it was not movie? Indiana okay. University. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a little tiny town. Okay. The, the, yeah. I know, watched it like 40 years Back ago. Back then, their warm-up pants were red and white striped. Remember that, Jimbo? Had red and white and then a red shirt in Indiana on the back. Body. Back in the day, you showed a lot of thigh when you played basketball. I'm going to sorry, and we're going to go on to the Derek and George. Just a little bit of a trivia uh, for you on that. Do you know where the term diddly squat comes from? Uh, P. Diddly. <laughs> P. Diddly. P. Diddly. Absolutely not. I'm going to fill your head with a little bit of useless knowledge here. Are you ready? Back in the Revolutionary War times, back in the Ben, Fra- ben Franklin, George Washington times, there was a little boy who grew up who could play the banjo and could was just a great music uh, person. And his name was Diddly Squat. I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. It has no punchline on it. <laughs> okay? Ben Franklin. I got, didn't know him. So ben Franklin was, was wanting to go, and George Washington uh, uh, just wanted to go so bad. George Washington would then later on tell his troops about things that happened when he was young, and he would tell his troops about diddly squat. And some of the troops would say, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what you're talking about, General Washington. And then the phrase in the Revolutionary War amongst George Washington's people became, You don't know. You don't know diddly, diddly squat. squat. Now, is that is that truth or is that I just said it on the internet. It Pastor has to be. Shuck and Jive. Shuck and Jive. Google le- it. Just legend. Like if you know Christ how to Google things, you would Google legend. it. Legend. Yep. Nope. It's true. Just because I Google it, it comes true. up doesn't mean what's coming up. Is if it the comes truth. up in Google, it's true. Dead true. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go look. Anyway, we're going okay. to get to the Ask George question. Got a cute little, got a cute little question today. Little kid uh, from Valparaiso, oh, Indiana. Oh, I love the children, the little Fifteen-year-old from Valparaiso, Ooh, oh, Indiana. Fifteen-year-old has That's a question a for Joe. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. We got ten minutes left here. Uh, we have a a. Uh, and ask George questions from a Christopher in Valparaiso, Indiana. It says, George, my name is Christopher Zeltz. I, I suppose that's how you pronounce it, Zeltz. And I am 15 years old. I live in Valparaiso, Indiana, and I listen to your show every Thursday when I get home from school. Thank you for doing that, Christopher. I think you guys are a fantastic blog talk show. I would like to get involved in politics when I am older. What is the best advice you have for a young person who is interested in public service? Christopher. From Valparaiso, Indiana. Careful, do not crush Christopher's dreams. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> I know it is. That's why I gave it to you because I knew you would. Your your first reaction would be to crush Which would be Christopher's to, dreams. To say if they offer a class in lying, <laughs> uh, deception. Take it. Uh, yeah. Take it. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's. He's interested oh, in public tainted. service. Oh, I've got such a tainted. I know what I would say to Christopher. I would say Christopher. Ta- ta- can I can I say my little sure, part? Sure, you start. Christopher, take, take concentrate on local, local impact, local politics. Get involved in your city council. Get involved in your local things uh, first, and and get an idea of what's going on. Make a because you can make a bigger impact uh, in your local area than you can if you have dreams of of being the president or a senator. Uh, get your feet wet. Find out if that's what you want to do. Uh, start concert. Go and go to your city council 
board meetings. Find out things like that. That's what I'd say to Christopher. You go ahead and crush his dreams. That's fine. That's sage. Here, yeah. Sage. Sage advice. Advice. Now, now advice from the curmudgeon. I guess that the... the, the <laughs> From the curmudgeon. From the, from the, voice, from the voice of the curmudgeon. Okay. How do you define politics? <laughs> How do I define politics? Politics has once been defined, and yes. the way I like to look at it, as waiting for this. Politics is getting what you want. Yes. Okay. Okay. In, yeah. in simple terms. Politicking. I think that's true. Yeah, you Getting bet. what you want. Uh, for a young person who's interested 15 in. 15 years old. Probably getting what you want. Yeah, I think he'd probably be pretty good at it, or at least that's right in his wheelhouse. You will practice politics in all you do mm-hmm. if you define politics as mm-hmm. getting what you want. Yep. So here's the uh, here's the thing for Christopher. In marriage. Yep. And here's the difference in this statement that I think Christopher needs Public to find service. out. That the idea of politics is in fact, in reality, much different than the idea of public service, I believe. Yeah, I... Although they can know, be I, one and the same, the, the true core meaning of them can be vastly different. Because public service can be going out and picking up trash on the side of your, uh, uh, side of your highway. Public service can be working at a, at a soup kitchen in your town, in Valpo. I can't remember how big is Valpo. Jimbo, is it a very big yeah, town? I don't know how you big know, a town is. That's it's what. It's a nice side. Okay, and that that's very good. You know, the term public service. When we hear, I've been a public servant we for hear forty that years. Politics they're all the time. they're, they're yeah. in Washington. They they but have not you served the public? Public right. servants. They under the guise of they're there. That's right. Getting what they want for themselves. I would. It's I would a better say, sounding clip than I'm a politician. Right. Yeah. And and I would I would say just if you're if you're going to do that, yes, uh, keep local and always remember in your life what public yeah. service is. Right. And it's not a career. Mm-hmm. That's right. Or it I, shouldn't I guess, be. Christopher, I don't look at it as it should be a calling. It should it should be a calling. You should. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Thanks, Jimbo. So it's a it's a decent size. How, how big's Marion? Marion's what, Jimbo? How what do we got? About how many thousand? About thirty some thousand. This so uh, Valpro, Val, Val, Valparaiso. Valparaiso is how you pronounce Valparaiso. it. Valparaiso. Yeah, we call so, it Valparaiso. So Christopher, I, I'm a bit tainted in public. So I, I so I would say if you, you know, as you know, if you listen to this show often, I'm big on public servants going, doing their public service, if mm-hmm. it's national politics, state politics, and then coming home and not being a a lifetime politician. Right. Um, yep. I think that's I think that's great. I think it's great advice. I think it's great I, that, that Christopher think, is interested in that and that he should pursue that. But always pursue it. Per, pursue it in the humility and the mm-hmm. uh, almost reluctance, perhaps, of of our first president, who loved I, to I, go I, I, to the Disney well, Squat concert. <laughs> he, well, he was in, you know, through through his war stuff, and he he got called, but he was relu- He really didn't want to be president. He didn't want to do a. That's right. A lot, and and, and it, it, he wanted it to go was, home. He wanted to be at Mount Vernon. Mm-hmm. That's what he wanted, mm-hmm. and he he out of 
he 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 did nothing for himself. None he did of everything with the idea of the public with with George right. Washington. What's best was, for the country? What's best for its uh, people? He could have he could have ruled as a king. He was asked that. He was people were wanting. He deliberately no. I that that's the the last thing in the world this country should mm-hmm. want, and you we should not even go down there. And so I I think uh, as your sage advice. Mm-hmm. Start local, Start local and always stay humble. Absolutely. Humility is a... Yeah, is the big thing that you don't see in there. Hey, Christopher, do that. Get in politics. Get in public service. Change the world, brother. Uh, from Valparaiso, Indiana. Uh, Christopher, I want to thank you for, for writing in and asking George a question. Not quite sure if, you're, uh, if, if you like his story, but that's it. And he's sticking to it. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Derek and George at gmail.com. That is how you get a hold of Oh, or you could go to DerekandGeorge.com and click the little, actually, the big uh, thing that says Ask George. Uh, if you got a question for George, anything. I like it when the younger people listen to the show. Yeah, like what, what a couple of weeks ago I had a five-year-old. Yeah, absolutely, was, was it five? Well, the, cool the, yeah, like to listen to our voices. Hey, right there is our Derek and George Facebook. Uh, go and check it out. A bunch of great stuff on there. You can also catch the show there. It'll be posted there right after. Uh, so if you want to send that or share that to somebody, make sure you share the Derek and George uh, show with everybody. You can find us on Twitter at Derek and George. Email us at Derek and George. Go to DerekandGeorge.com just anywhere. If you're not the curmudgeon that George is on the Internet, you could uh, Google it and bam, Derek and George. You'll see it. Derek and George Live. You'll bam. Boom. Right there. Hey, it's, it's going to be a, a nice day here in Lahana, Colorado. We hope that you have a nice day wherever you are. Hopefully spring has sprung and the sun spring is has sprung. Spring the grass is riz. I wonder where all the flowers is. If you get a chance, buy tickets to the Diddly Squat concert. Everybody here at the Derek and George Live Show for Jimbo, myself, uh, for George, for everybody at the Road Less Traveled, we hope that you enjoy your day no matter where you're at. Sun's out. Guns out. We'll see you.